Hello everyone. My name is Stephen Hoffman and I am a proud Luritja and Wara man who was born and raised on Larrakia country. I have strong ties to the Larrakia land and the Larrakia people. On behalf of the Back Row podcast, I want to acknowledge the true custodians of the land in which this podcast has been recorded on both the Rawadiri country in Nam and the Larrakia country in Garamilla. And I would like to pay my respects to both elders past, present and emerging, for they hold the memories, knowledge and traditions of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Welcome to The Back Row, the podcast for Australia's youth. As always, you are joined by teachers and facilitators, Amanda, that's me, and Sky, that's you. That is me. And this week we'll be chatting about all things ownership and how we can take responsibility for the actions and choices that we take and make in our lives. It's time for us to dive in. So wherever you're listening, this is The Back Row. with our sweet and sour. So Amanda, what is your sweet and sour for the week? Well, Sky, as you know, we have spent the last week with a whole group of teenagers facilitating a leadership and life skills program here in Victoria. We sure have. So exciting and so empowering. So my sweet is absolutely spending that time with those young people with an incredible team, all of the lessons, all of the growth. It was phenomenal. My sour would have have to be the fact that whilst it was absolutely amazing it was incredibly tiring and so <laughs> I find myself now in a place where I am definitely in need of a little bit of sleep. <laughs> I feel you there. My suite is also the youth program and being in a bit of a different role which was awesome so being able to train some of our up-and-coming facilitators. My sour along with the tiredness is also coming home to like so much washing. You know when you've like been away and <laughs> you come home and you're like well I'm gonna spend the next week just doing load after load of washing um side note how annoying is socks to hang out it's like they never end oh my goodness <laughs> and they just don't sit smoothly and I wonder if when they're crinkled are they gonna dry properly the worst the worst <laughs> So excellent. Let's move into today's topic and we are delving into ownership. And we have chatted about this before, Sky, actually on our first episode, it was all about making choices. And what we know is that, yes, we there is a choice in everything we do. And what we also know is that sometimes we, as adults, as teenagers, we make choices that are empowering, that take ownership for our actions. And other times we make choices that we might call below the line choices. So those choices look more like putting blame elsewhere, justifying, maybe even walking out on what we've been doing. And so that's exactly the topic we'll be chatting about today. It's so important and I just think that ownership, once we kind of understand what it means and what that can look like in our lives, we also Mm. get a much better understanding of like who we are, who we want to be and how we want to show up. Absolutely. And I think it's also really important to touch on the fact that it's not about 
that we need to live lives where we make no mistakes, where we get nothing wrong. Because (laughs) I know for you and I, what we know is that it doesn't matter your age, your qualifications, your experiences. There's one fact, and that is we are going to make mistakes. That's it. We're human. We're human. You've got a pulse. You're going to make mistakes. And that's so important to acknowledge before we get stuck in. And it's about how we respond to those mistakes. Do we respond with choices that are below the line, that are pushing that out onto other people? Or do we respond by taking ownership? Mm. So I'm wondering if we could maybe start in a place that where one of us acknowledges potentially one of the times where we have made some choices that are maybe <laughs> not or maybe made some mistakes. Is yes. there, um, I love I love that you're just like looking at me as we're doing this with like these big eyes, like where one of us has made mistakes, that being you. <laughs> no, 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 we're human, we're human. But yes, I know I do you've got have a great story. story. I, I love this story. is one of my favorite stories that you've got on this topic. So setting the scene, we are taking it back to a time in my life where I was still in high school. Mm. Um, and what some of our listeners may not know about me is that I have a younger brother and two younger sisters. So I am the eldest of four. Mm. And growing up, um, my parents had a bit of a collection that they kind of did and that collection that they had was coins they collected coins and I'm not talking like old school coins are going to be worth money in like a million years Mm -hmm. I just mean like they're short change so Mm -hmm. like you know two dollar coins one dollar coins 50 cent pieces you name it back when we were using cash for just about everything before like apple pay existed you know (laughs) I think we're showing our age a bit I know that's okay um so my dad and my mom collected coins throughout the year so they would always be like in my house like these bowls or these little buckets or containers that just like full of coins so every time that my dad had spare um change in his wallet he would empty it and it would go into one of these kind of containers and I never really thought much of it um and I was going to school and my school had like a pretty impressive like school canteen it wasn't just like you know you get like your chalky milk and your sausage roll it was like a little bit bougie okay sorry in this point you've got to hit us with best item on the menu oh they do they used to do like this pasta dish and I mean I can't go past pasta or the, you know I don't know if any of, of us times. can um but they used to do this like amazing pasta it was literally like like a bougie like mac and cheese but like Divine. really nice cheese and like little bacon bits anyway I'm losing the, okay the, so yeah. we're in high school we're looking for the mac and cheese we are so anyway but I was in a position like my parents didn't earn that much money we were a pretty low income family and so like this bougie canteen was like super far out of my reach my friends would often get these lunches they would often you know come back to our group and I'd pull out like my Vegemite sandwich and my piece of fruit. And there's nothing wrong with a Vegemite sanger, might I add. Absolutely not. But when I was like surrounded by people who were, you know, obviously consuming the canteen food every day, there was like that little spark inside of me that was like, oh, I would really like mm. that and I really want to experience that. But I knew from my parents having four children, if they gave me money for canteen, it also meant they had to give money to my brother and my two sisters. Mm. And suddenly what might be like a $10 thing is like 40 bucks. And mm-hmm. you just can't afford to do that every day. No. So anyway, so one day as I was like leaving for school, um, we used to catch the bus to school. I kind of walked past one of these containers in the house that were full of coins. And I just thought to myself, you know what? If I just grab a couple of bucks off the top of that pile, is anyone going to notice? No like one there's will ever a know. lot of bowls like around the house. So mm. anyway, so that's what I did. So I grabbed some coins. I took about five or six dollars. I went to school that day and I bought that pasta dish. Like mm. I had canteen for lunch. 
in doing that, I also threw the lunch that my mom had made for me in the bin. Mm. So that went to waste um, because I didn't want to come home with it still in my lunchbox because then it would be the questioning of of like, where's your lunch? Um, Anyway, so I did this this day and I was kind of waiting for someone to call me on it. So that night I was like waiting for my mom or my dad to be like, hey, Sky, like, where's those coins or did you take money from this container or like and they that, they all like they had some intuitive sense yeah, like that you'd thrown exactly your lunch right. out something exactly had happened right. but that never never happened mm. and so in my mind I was like this is amazing I've got away with it and so the next day when I was leaving for school I did the same thing I took more coins I went to school mm. no one noticed I threw out my lunch I spent the money and I was like living my best life at school right because every day I was like canteen lunch let's go but then there was this feeling when I would get home that I'd just be like that that little bit of guilt kind of would kick in and I'd feel it in my tummy and it just like didn't feel right mm. anyway I continued to do this for like close to a month I'm not kidding I would wow. take coins from different containers around the house I was like pretty sneaky about it mm. so that no one would kind of notice I didn't want like the dip in one of the containers to like be too obvious yeah and I knew the fact that I was going to that effort to be like that sneaky about it that obviously it was not the right thing to be doing right I feel like if we're not proud of a decision we're making then and that's a real sign to our system exactly. that that decision is not maybe the best decision we could make. Yeah, exactly. So Ooh. one night, right, I was at home and my dad and I had like gone into the kitchen together. We were like movie night at home um, to grab some snacks. And I just like casually dropped it in conversation. I was like, hey, dad, you know, like all these coins that you collect throughout the year. Like, why do you do that? Like, why do you collect all these coins? And he turned to me and he said, well, Sky, as you know, like your mom and I have always struggled a little bit financially. And so what we do is throughout the year, we save all of the coins that we can. And then come Christmas time, we actually cash all of those coins in. And then that's what we use to buy you and your siblings their Christmas presents. Mm. And like my stomach just like dropped at this point. I felt like my throat get really tight because in that moment I realized that I hadn't just been stealing from my parents Mm. I'd actually been stealing from my brother and my two sisters and Mm. also from my future self absolutely and you know I just I just felt sick I just felt sick in the stomach because I knew that I hadn't been making positive choices Mm. at all Wow, that's so, and I relate to that so much, you know, the feeling of the stomach dropping, the throat getting tense, that moment of realisation where something has been happening that feels, you know, seemingly not like this huge deal and then you have a moment where you realise it is a big deal, maybe to someone else or maybe for our future selves Mm -hmm. or, you know, and I'm sure our listeners can relate to that as well. I feel like we've all been there because we are human and because we're humans, because we have a pulse, we do make mistakes. And there are choices sometimes we make that maybe look like that where they're not necessarily the best choice, but Mm. also where we don't realize the impact of that choice until we get that realization, Yes, which can also be a huge thing to acknowledge. And and I guess what you're saying there is we almost have to like learn what it looks like to understand when the choices we're making maybe aren't that positive or aren't moving us in the direction that we want to be or aren't in alignment with the people that we want to be, because I know still those coins that certainly wasn't who I wanted to be I didn't want to be dishonest I didn't want to have to do that and that's when my body was giving me those signals of like 
you're doing the wrong thing. Mm. But we have like, yes, our body can give us that feedback, but there's also like other choices that we make that we can almost like label. And I know you mentioned earlier as these below the line choices. Mm. And so I think it's important to kind of frame those up because these can be a really great system of signs to, to tell us when we are doing the wrong thing. Absolutely. And so I know, like I know the choice you made in response to that realization. And we might just hold our listeners sort of where they are for a moment while we delve into those, whether, you know, did you make a below the line choice Mm. where you ignored what had happened or did you make an above the line choice where you took ownership? So we'll hear about that in just a moment. But in response to any of those situations, what we know, we keep referring to this line, right? Mm. And if we imagine in every situation there is a line, that line represents choice. And we do have choice in how we respond to the situations around us. Some of those choices are what we're referring to as below the line choices. And what we know is that there are four different choices that sit below the line that have us playing for a team that is not ownership. So I wonder if we could start by maybe running through those choices. Let's do it and I think it's a really great way to just kind of really picture in your head and as you're listening like I know that when every time we go through these I'm like oh yep done that oh yes and just to acknowledge that's so normal and the important Mm -hmm. part isn't that we've made this choice the important part is that we acknowledge that that's the choice that we've made and then it's about what we do with it absolutely it's not about making ourselves wrong making our past selves wrong because what is in the past is just that it's in the past (laughs) it's about taking this knowledge and moving forward with it so the very first First one is lay blame. And this is where we might lame, lay blame, not lame blame, lay <laughs> blame on other people to kind of justify our actions. And the thing is, is that when we lay blame, that is literally pointing the finger at someone else and saying like, it's your fault. Mm. And when we come from that place, that below the line place, that sends a message to the world and the people around us about who we are. And when we send that message to the world, the message that we're sending is that I have no control over my life. Everyone and everything else controls me because if we're putting that on someone else, that's like completely stepping yourself out of the picture. Right. Mm. And so, for example, like what does this look like in real life? Right. Right. So laying blame, for example, in school, like I'm a teacher and, and, you know, I'd see this sometimes Um, that might look like, say you're talking in class and your Mm -hmm. teacher's like, hey, can you stop talking? And you might respond with something like, oh, but so and so was talking to me. Mm, and so you're taking that it's that, not my the, fault yeah it's not my fault like it's your it's this person's fault they were talking to me and now they're the reason that I'm in trouble mm. and you're kind of really pushing it away from yourself and there's no ownership in that you're not taking responsibility for that choice mm. and so that mess the message that sends is I have no control it sends I have no control exactly right wow, which no is control. just so not true and you know at home say like with your parents or your guardians you might have your parents be like Oh, can you put your phone away, please? Like it's being, you know, we're at dinner, we're at the dinner table. Like your phone's really distracting. And you're like, oh, but my friends are all messaging me. Like I can't help it that my notifications are going off. Mm. And it's like, well, you know, there's a little bit of a below the line choice there because mm. you're not, again, taking ownership. And you're once again sending that message that I have no control. It's all someone else's fault. Nice. Which we know is really not the truth. So that's the first, the first choice below the line is laying blame. The second choice below the line is justifying. So another choice we can make that sends a message 
message to the world around us is justifying our actions. So if we were to take that example of sitting in school and chatting, I know we both see that, um, what justifying that behaviour might look like is saying, yeah, but they're chatting too, like across the classroom, they're chatting too, that makes my behaviour okay. The thing about justifying is that it also sends a message Mm. and it sends a message Mm. about who we are. And the message that it sends is that, I am exactly the same as everyone else. <laughs> it's giving it's giving sheep vibes. That's what oh it's giving. Oh my gosh, <laughs> stop. So, but true, right? Because when we justify away our behaviour based on what someone else is doing, it tells the world I'm no different, therefore yeah. I can just tap out and I can just do what I want to yeah. do because just, someone like, else is doing it. It's like hiding in the crowd, right? You're just becoming mm. part of this crowd movement and, like, mm-hmm. we know that we see that in so many places, not just in our own lives, but, like, mm. in the world, like, people jump onto a bandwagon about something and will justify it because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. And it's, it is. It's basically like you're just being a sheep. And so at home with our family, if it was that example of our phone going off during dinner time, you know, justifying might look something like, oh, my other friends don't have you know my other friends can message whenever they want they message through dinner so it has to be okay for me too mm, and mm. the fact or even justifying like why you're on your phone like mm. no I'm on it for a reason like this is a really important message that I have to send mm. or like oh, I'm just trying to work out like what time my soccer training is tonight mm, you know absolutely. And, and maybe at school that looks like if you're talking in class like going back to that example mm. justifying might be like if your teacher's like hey stop talking up the back please and you're like Oh, but we're just talking about the assignment or we're just talking about, you know, this math equation that we're trying to figure mm-hmm. out or whatever it is. And like, guys, teachers are smarter than you think. Give them a little bit of credit here. But honestly, it is sending that message. And like, you don't want to be a sheep. Like we are all so unique and have so many amazing qualities to add to the world. Like, mm-hmm. why do you want to be the same as everyone else? Mm-hmm. And why would we want to send that message? Yeah. So the second choice is justifying. And when we justify, it sends the message that we are just the same as everyone else so the next one or the third below the line choice is deny Mm. and when we deny something this is like flat out lying like deny is a lot like lying Mm. so if someone says to you hey can you please stop talking up the back of the classroom and you just respond with I wasn't talking Mm. or if your parents are like hey can you get off your phone and you're like I wasn't on my phone Mm. and like literally it's so obvious that like you were talking or that you were on your phone and it's just you know that's also sending a message like when we choose to deny like we flat out deny something that Mm -hmm. we've made a choice to do that sends the message that I'm a liar and I can't be trusted oh it's a huge one yeah and when you break like that trust it is like so hard to get it back as well I'm going to come to that a little bit later absolutely but it's just really important to acknowledge that Like we want to be people in our lives that can have trust with others, that Mm. our teachers, our parents, our guardians, our friends can trust us. Mm. And when we make the choice to deny or to lie, that's like, yeah, right. And that's Mm. like one of the biggest ways that we can break that trust. Absolutely. So the third step is deny. Mm. So they're the three and there's one more choice that does sit below the line and that is the choice of quitting so for example in the scenario being at school where you know we might have been caught chatting or whispering and our teacher calls us on that quitting might look something like oh this is a silly class anyway and just walking out of the class or at dinner time if we're on our phone or our phone is buzzing and you know mom dad auntie whoever reminds us well we don't have our phones at dinner quitting 
meeting might look like, oh, well, that's a silly rule anyway, and just walking out and leaving the family dinner. And the thing is, is that when we quit a scenario, regardless of whether we think it is a really meaningful situation or maybe we believe it that situation isn't so meaningful, what we think we're doing is just sending the message that we can't be bothered or that this situation is mm. below us. But the message we're actually sending to the world, to the school at home, is that we don't have what it takes to stay in this situation. Yeah. We don't have what it takes and we would rather walk out. We would rather leave. We would rather quit than persist mm. through it or then take ownership. Mm. And what we know about young people is that we are resi- resilient. Young mm. people are resilient. And to quit, to send a message that we don't have what it takes to stay in the game is just absolutely not real. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And we're not like, I'm not a quitter. You're not a quitter. <laughs> like, you know, there might be times when you feel like you want to quit in your life or that you mm. really want to send that message of like, I can't be bothered or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But honestly, the flip side of that is being like, I do have what it takes and it's those positive affirmations. It's telling yourself that you can do something. Mm-hmm. It's being committed to the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, these choices that sit below the line, when we respond from that place, what we're essentially doing is giving away our power. Yeah. We're giving away the power of standing in our truth, standing in who we are, standing in the choices we make mm. to other situations, mm. other people, other places. We are just handing that over and that's just not quite literally not an empowering place to live from. No. And when you come from one of these places, when you're choosing to lay blame, to justify, to deny or to quit, you're actually playing for like the team of a victim, Ooh. which I know is like a pretty strong word, but Huge. I'm so sure. Like, I mean, I know in my life and in, in past relationships in my life, like friendships and mm-hmm. people that I knew throughout my high school, like And I'm sure like when you think about it, you can picture people in your heads that are these people that you would consider victims. Like Mm. nothing's ever their fault. Everything's always justified. They've always got a reason for really like poor behavior or Mm -hmm. poor choices. And like, I don't want to be one of those people. Mm -mm. Like like, I want to be someone who can take ownership of my story that I can have empowerment in my life, you Mm -hmm. know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we return to that line, that line represents choice. So coming from a place of being below the line whilst we may not have been aware of the messages that sends maybe prior to this Mm -hmm. it does send those messages and it is giving away our power but that line represents choice and coming from below the line is one choice but there's also the choice to come from above the line yes 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 and if we think back to that story that I was saying at the kind of like the beginning there Mm. with the stealing like I had a choice that moment like taking us back to being in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and finding out like what these coins were being spent on I felt like so incredibly guilty and I had the choice in that moment Mm -hmm. like I could honestly I could not say like I could have just got away with it absolutely I could have said nothing Mm -hmm. and gone about my life and nothing would have changed Mm -hmm. but the thing is is that something would have changed and that's how I feel about myself and who I wanted to be and that whole kind of sensation of wanting to live a life as my best version of who I could be and who I knew I could be and it's not an easy choice, right, to, to take ownership. Sometimes that feels so hard and it literally, like, in that moment I felt sick. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up right here, right now. <laughs> but I knew I had to take ownership. And so I came clean. Mm. And I said to my dad, I was like, hey, I have to tell you something. 
And I told him what I'd been doing. And in that moment, he kind of looked at me and he's like, I have two things to say to you. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what's it going to be? And he just said, the first one is that you're grounded. And in my head, I'm like, yep, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, but the second thing, and more importantly, was that he said to me, thank you so much for telling me the truth. In doing that, you've kept my trust. And it was like such a big learning moment for me as a teenager to be like, oh, my God, like, I know I've done the wrong thing. Yes, I'm going to have a consequence. Of course, there's going to be consequences sometime Mm -hmm. for those choices. But more importantly than all of that, I'd maintained a relationship that was a really important relationship in my life. Mm, huge so when we do come from that place of above the line we know it's a choice and what we know is that the first phase of this is something we call our respond ability so how would we describe that sky so respondability is all about our ability to respond and it sounds a lot like the word responsibility So this is an above the line action and what it is is it's choosing to respond in a way that means we are taking ownership of who we are. Mm -hmm. It means that when we're making this choice to be like, how can I respond in this situation and what, what response is most appropriate? What response is in alignment with taking ownership for my actions and reflecting on that and making that choice is something to be celebrated. Even if like I did, you'd done the wrong thing. Mm. And so we have that respond ability. We have the ability to respond to a situation how we choose and when we make the choice to respond from a place of above the line what we experience is empowerment we experience empowerment within ourselves and with our within our relationships mm. and the experience of empowerment is holding the power we reference that when we come from below the line we're handing that power away when we come from above the line we hold that power we've made that choice we've made that response that in turn builds our confidence and our commitment to ourselves and the relationship with people around us yeah and when we're doing this so we're obviously getting more choice in our life we've got the ability to respond in a way that aligns with who we want to be we we feel that sense of empowerment and we get to share that with other people mm. what we ultimately get is freedom Oh, freedom. (laughs) And freedom is something that I know like everyone wants more freedom in their life, right? Mm. And the way that we get that is by doing and making these above the line choices because people trust us, our teachers, our friends, our parents, siblings, whoever, which means they're more likely to say yes when we ask things. They're more Mm. likely to give us more choice in our Mm. lives instead of telling us the way it's got to be. And I love that. And I don't think it matters how old you are, like being able to discover that freedom and that sense of like being so true to who you are and just taking ownership of your actions like that is what ownership looks like that is what freedom in your life feels like absolutely and so when we come from a place of above the line we are playing for the team of ownership and ownership is standing by the actions we've taken it's as simple as that we take Mm. actions in life When we take ownership for those actions, we are living in a place where we're experiencing empowerment, more freedom and building trust. And the thing is, is that back to those below the line items, those messages we're sending are not just being sent to the world around us. They're also being sent to ourselves. Mm. So when we make choices from that place, we're telling ourselves, I cannot be trusted. I don't have what it takes. I am no different. As opposed to coming from a place of simply taking ownership it's 
I mean, simply, sometimes it's really challenging, Mm. but taking ownership for the actions we've made, it tells ourselves we do have what it takes. We can be trusted. We're not making ourselves wrong. So much for just like a simple chat about ownership. Oh my goodness, (laughs) so deep. (laughs) I know. Um, But look, it's really important. And I think it's also important to say too, like ownership isn't just about taking responsibility when we've done the wrong thing Mm. or when we know we might get in trouble for something. Like ownership is about every choice we make in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, we know we might be hanging out with a group of friends that aren't that good for us. That's a choice. You know, if we don't help out around the house, that's a choice. Like literally everything, Mm -hmm. where we invest our energy, where we spend our money, the level of engagement we show when we're at school Mm. and it's okay to make choices that don't necessarily serve like us or our goals or where we want to be but what we do need to always acknowledge is that we have to take ownership of that choice absolutely and I think there's a few caveats here Sky one Mm -hmm. one of them is that whilst we are young people listening to this podcast and we are learning about ownership please know that this is a lesson for all people (laughs) so we might be listening thinking to ourselves do you know what it's not just a friend I've had that's lived below the line there's an adult in my life that has lived below the line Mm. know that we are all on this learning journey it is not just for young people (laughs) and also there's one more point to touch on yeah That is that we've chatted about the fact that once we start making above the line choices, we take ownership for our actions, we will experience more trust and more freedom in our lives. Now, someone might be listening to this podcast and thinking, oh, I'm going to take ownership and then, you know, I'll have all the freedoms the world has to offer. Every time I ask for something, everyone's going to be like, yes, you go. Because you took ownership (laughs) that time. Um, Yeah, reality check. It doesn't work like that. Exactly. So I feel like it's, it's a bit of a muscle right it's like a muscle of trust it's a muscle of responsibility it's a muscle of ownership and the more we build that muscle up the more we will experience Mm. that freedom from the world around us and especially too like if you're someone who like you know you're listening to this and you're like oh I really have not been taking ownership in my life Mm. just by suddenly making that one choice to take ownership yes it's going to start sending the right message and the positive message to people Mm. around you but it is going to take a while to build back up that trust Mm. I mean it's that age old thing right like it takes so long to build trust and it just takes a second to break that trust Mm. so we have to accept that it is going to take some time it is going to take a little bit of energy but that it is so worth it so 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 worth it absolutely I love it so a bit of a hot challenge this week to challenge I like it (laughs) to just reflect on where in our lives perhaps we have been making or have made in the past choices that are below the line and Mm. reflecting on those messages that have been sent to the world around us and where we might be able to make more choices that take ownership for our actions because what we know is that you know that does build our trust with the world around us it builds the trust with ourselves Mm. yeah it does and and I love it ownership is such a great way to just step more into who we are more into who we're meant to be and more into who you want to be Mm -hmm. like these are our foundational steps and I love it Ownership's not always easy, but always, always worth it. Always worth it. We have a choice. And I think that might be all we've got time for, Sky. That is have a ripper week, everyone. What a vibe. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.